Hey, hey, I'm Julia, the owner of Julia K Design, which is a small business specializing in wedding invitation design and calligraphy. If you're an aspiring small business owner, a fellow wedding creative, or just looking for some overall inspiration and insight, Julia's creative business guidebook will bring light to all of the challenges I've faced, the lessons I've learned, and the success I've earned. I hope you'll tune in every week for a new chapter in your guidebook. Hello. I feel like talking literally takes everything out of me. When I record podcast episodes afterwards, like I I feel like I don't breathe when I'm talking. Like I finish and I'm literally I mean I just I just recorded one. Now I'm recording this one and I literally feel like I'm still out of breath. Like I don't know, it doesn't help that like ever since COVID, I feel like I've had this nagging frog in my throat and I'm like every morning I'm like there's phlegm in me and it's just gross but then as the day goes on I'm totally fine it's just in the mornings and so it doesn't help that I'm recording this in the morning and so I feel like I'm just like all out of whack but things have to get done people so I cannot wait (laughs) but yeah so if you like hear some underlying wheezing and heavy breathing it's literally me I'm fine I'm just unable to record a podcast episode without you know being out of breath which is whatever makes no sense but (laughs) okay I need a drink of water okay much better for today's episode I want to talk about onboarding new clients and exactly what I do with each client and how that looks for me and my business Um, this wasn't requested by anybody but I just thought it would be beneficial because I like when I was kind of just like growing my business I would see a lot of people in the industry talk about their onboarding process and to me I was always like what does that even mean like am I totally missing like a crucial part of running a business and like a crucial part of my client's process and experience like I have no onboarding system like it was just something that I felt like people threw that word around but I had no idea what it actually meant so I want to just give a little bit of I don't know, insight and look at what I do when I have new clients and what exactly my onboarding process is. I think that the words onboarding process make it sound like it's like in itself an entire process. Um, It's not really, I'm sure. Obviously every, okay, damn it. Nick told me, Nick brought up that he thinks I'm saying obviously way too much in podcast episodes. And when I record, I already have to edit out the words um and so and anytime I smack my lips. I have to, like, those are three things I have to listen for in every podcast and edit out before I publish. And now apparently I have to also pay attention to the word obviously because apparently I say it too much. So thank you, Nick, for for that one. No, but honestly, I'm glad because apparently I say it too much. And I now I'm thinking about it and I've said apparently like 10 times. So Jesus, this is really difficult. Anyways, what what was I even saying? Oh, every invitation designer, every business owner, everybody's onboarding process is going to be different. Nobody's is going to look the same. There's not like a certain thing you need to do to onboard clients. Like it all depends on your overall process and your overall client experience. So for me... I didn't really have, like, an actual onboarding process until, like, I don't know, the past, like, two or three months, honestly, and it was fine. Like, my systems and my process, like, literally worked perfectly fine for me, but essentially, the onboarding process is the time from, like, when your client books you to the time that you start 
their project. So if they are ordering from a semi-custom collection or an invitation shop, like in my case, that onboarding process probably starts immediately after their order is placed. Um, and then it is probably just a very short process because those projects are getting started right away. Whereas with custom invitation clients, sometimes they book me two years in advance and we're not starting their process for another eight to 10 months. So in that case, that onboarding process is a lot longer. It's never like, it's still the same amount of items and it's still the same amount of like, whatever, it's still the same content that each client is getting. The timing of it is just different. Does that make any sense? I <laughs> Sometimes I talk and I literally don't even know what I'm saying. Okay, so I want to break this out into two different parts. I want to talk about my invitation shop clients and my custom invitation clients. They're really not that different. So um, yeah, you'll see they're, they're, not, they're not really different at all, but I just want to give a little insight on both of them. So we'll start with the invitation shop. If you're not familiar with my invitation shop, it is an entire online shop on my website through Shopify. And essentially, clients just go on, browse invitations, select the one they want, check out, and that's it. It's literally just like ordering anything from online, same thing. So when I get an email that um, an order has come through, they automatically will receive an email from me. Okay, let me back up. <laughs> so immediately after their order is placed. On my end, their order will automatically activate a workflow. Essentially what a workflow is, it's like a list of tasks and each task triggers something else to happen. So it's a really great way to make a process really seamless and easy and kind of hands-off on my end because since each thing is triggered by the previous thing, it's less work that I have to do because it's automatically doing it in the back end of things. When their order is placed, this workflow is started. Immediately after the workflow is started, in Dubsado, which again is my client management system, it will change their project status. So every client that comes in is a lead. When they book or when they place an order through Shopify, it changes them to a pro to a in-process project. So their project status is immediately changed and then another thing that happens is their client portal is immediately activated. So those two things happen as soon as their order is placed. The next thing that happens as soon as their order is placed is all of the forms that I use throughout the process in Dubsado. So that is the digital proof questionnaires, the correct info agreement, the initial questionnaire. So now when I go into their project and click on their forms tab, all of these forms are already in there so I don't have to add them in for each client. Those three things happen as soon as their order is placed. The last thing that happens after their order is placed is they receive a email from me automatically that just pretty much says, you know, thank you for placing your order. The first thing I'll need from you is the form below completed and submitted. So this email includes this initial questionnaire which gives me all of the information I need for their wedding invitations. So this is, you know, like their address, their names, their ceremony time, their location, their everything. Um, and then this email also includes a timeline for them. So this obviously varies from client to client, but I wanted to provide an overall sort of idea for the timeline so that they can understand like this is the process and this is how things go. 
um, and if you don't follow this process, like things will be delayed essentially. That is an email that is sent, like I said, automatically once their order is placed. On my end, at this point, I have to physically go into their workflow and I have to send another email, but I have to actually approve this email. And the reason I have to approve this email is because it includes a link to their guest envelope addressing template form. So I have to edit this for each client because if I didn't, each client would receive every other client's envelope addressing form. Um, so each client has their own form. So I have to go into this email and edit the link for that. So this is an email that requires my approval. And this email also includes information for their day of items. What I mean by information is I'm just essentially introducing the fact that I do offer day of items. Here's my proposal, like just want to get it on their radar so they know that it is something that I offer so they can start thinking about those things right away. The reason I include day of stuff at the beginning for invitation shop clients is because my working time with them and my turnaround time is a lot quicker than with custom invitations. So like I mentioned previously, custom invitation clients, like we might be working together for like a year and a half sometimes. So right when we get started, you know, 16 months prior to their wedding, it's not very important to start thinking about day of items. They probably haven't even thought about them. So I'm not putting that on their radar until later down the line. However, invitation shop clients are typically coming to me like three to four months prior to their wedding. So it's important that they know immediately that I offer this for day of items and, you know, give them the opportunity to work with me in that realm. The last thing that this email that I approve includes is information on their client portal. At least at this point, they already have their initial questionnaire so they can be working on that and like they can get started immediately. After I send that email that I needed to approve, things on the workflow side of the process are done. Like that's all I need to do is approve that one email. The next thing I do for the onboarding then is create their project in Trello. So I have talked about Trello before. I have to go in and I have to add a card for each client. I'll go in and add their, add their card. I'll add myself as a member and then I'll label it as an invitation shop order. And then I add a checklist in each card. So this checklist is pretty much like a to-do list and you can assign dates to it. So it kind of is a to-do list and a timeline hand in hand. I have it set up that I have an invitation shop template and a custom invitation client template because they are a little bit different once we're in the thick of the design process. I'll go ahead and add the invitation shop template to them and then the dates are not automated on this checklist so I have to go in myself and add those dates in for each client which honestly I prefer it this way because it makes me physically think about the dates and kind of get familiar with the process for this particular client Whereas if it automatically did it, I think like I would literally have no idea what I'm doing <laughs> and I would have to make a note to remind myself to go in and check their timeline. So I do prefer how I have to manually do the, t um, the dates for each client. The next thing I do is add a due date in the Trello board. This is just their wedding date. And then that is it for the Trello board. After the Trello board is all set up, that's pretty much 
all I do for onboarding. I know I just talked about it for like, I don't know, 10 minutes, but it really was just approving an email in Dubsado and then adding their board to Trello because the rest of the onboarding process is taken care of through the automated workflow. Now, I will say my workflow for invitation shop clients, I just recently set it up this way where if you go onto my Shopify website, if you're at checkout, you'll see there's like three or four questions that you have to not questions but like there's a small form asking for your name and your wedding date that is a form that's only meant to be filled out if you are actually placing your order which is why it's on the checkout page um and then once that is submitted because that's embedded through Auto, that is what actually starts the workflow so i'm running into a little bit of trouble with some people who go to the checkout page fill out that portion but then they don't continue to check out so they're they didn't pay for anything they're obviously not a client but they still gave me their name and their email address, so Dubsado is still sending them the workflow. So that's been something that I need to figure out. It's not the biggest, like, it's not the biggest deal in the world because most of the time the clients will, you know, they'll get that email and they won't do anything, like, they won't fill out the questionnaire. If they did, I would reach out and tell them, like, hey, just so you know, I saw, like, this portion of your order came through, but you haven't made any payment, so, like, you are not a client or whatever. So, yeah, that is something that I have been trying to figure out, but I also just got this Dubsado and Shopify thing integrated. So like, I don't want to make any changes to it right now. So I'm just going to kind of like ride it out and hope that it doesn't continue to happen often. And if it does, then I'll have to figure something else out. But yeah, so that is my onboarding process for my invitation shop clients. It's honestly just like, it's super easy. Moving on to custom invitation workflow, or I'm sorry, onboarding process pretty similar in the sense that there's a workflow that will start and almost everything will be taken care of through the workflow and then I am adding them to my Trello account. But the beginning of a booking for custom invitation clients is different than an invitation shop because with the custom invitations, they are completing a form on my website and then I am sending them a pricing proposal, which includes the proposal, the invoice, and the contract. And then once they submit those three things and make their uh, retainer fee payment, then they are officially booked. Once they complete those three actions, an email is sent to them, um, and this is pretty much starting their onboarding process at this point. An email sent to them just, you know, obviously saying thank you for doing the things they needed to do to book me. Um, I put in that I'm so, so excited to work with them. Their official project start day is blank, and then I have it automatically set up so their project start date will be inputted into that email and then I just say like I'll reach out to them on this day to let them know what the next steps are and then in the meantime I give them information on how to access their client portal so that's all that is sent to them when they first book at this point I will then go into Trello and add their card as well as the checklist this checklist is just a little bit different than the invitation shop checklist because I require like a payment before things are sent to print. So it's just like I have a few more or a few more lists on the to-do list, but otherwise it's fairly similar. Like it's set up all the same. So then once it is time to start their project, this is kind of like the last step to onboarding them is essentially, and again, this is all like through, I have to approve this email, but again, it's just through my workflow on Dubsado. But when it's time to start their project, I will just send an email, pretty similar to the one that I sent for the invitation shop, but it has a form link to their initial questionnaire so they can input all of their information. 
And then I do mention at this point that I do offer day of materials, but I'm not sending them like a link to a proposal or anything. I'm just putting it on their radar. And then again, like the invitation shop, the last thing I'm adding is a link to their guest envelope addressing template. At that point, it's pretty much done, the onboarding process. Um, so I have been talking about these workflows this a lot during this episode. So now I'm going to run through like the custom invitation booking workflow and I'm going to read what each list is, or what each item is. Even though I'm not physically doing these items because they're automated, I want to read them because this is essentially what's happening in the back end of the onboarding process. So first thing is sending an email immediately after their workflow is started. Their workflow is started when they submit an inquiry. So this first email that they're getting is just saying, thank you for your interest in working with me. You will receive your custom pricing proposal within 48 hours, Um, something like that. So that email is sent immediately after they submit an inquiry. And then their proposal, digital proof questionnaire, mood board and sketch questionnaire, and correct info agreement. Those are all forms that are added to their project at this point. And then the next item on the workflow is hold actions until immediately after contract is signed. So pretty much that's saying nothing is going to happen on this workflow until the contract is signed. The next item on the workflow is change project status immediately after invoice installment is paid. So immediately after their contract is signed and their Um, retainer fee is paid, Dubsado will automatically change their project status from a lead to in process. After those items are completed, Dubsado will automatically activate their portal. The next thing on here says create to do. I'm sorry, that (laughs) it doesn't make sense. Essentially, it's a to do item for me, reminding me to insert their project start date in the client dashboard. So I have to manually go in and change the project start date to whatever I determined their project start date to be. Once that is done, um, an email will get, will get sent to them, which gives them the information about when their project start date is, which I had mentioned previously. That is kind of where it will stop until it is time for their project start date, and I have to send that email that I approve. Once that is sent, they officially have their initial questionnaire. Once they fill out their initial questionnaire, they will receive an email that pretty much just says, it's just an automated email that says, I've received their questionnaire. Um, and then I will begin working on their digital proofs and send them over as soon as they're ready, just so they know that they've received it because I have in the past received a lot of emails from people that have submitted their questionnaire and then obviously it's not something that I get to right away and then they email me like, hey, just wanna make sure that you received it, like blah, 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 which is totally re- like totally understandable because they're not familiar with Dubsado and how Dubsado works. So even there, even though there's like a submit button at the bottom of the form, like how are they supposed to know that it actually went through to me? So I threw in this questionnaire received email just to kind of give them a peace of mind and know that like I did truly receive the invitation or the questionnaire and that I will be getting back to them ASAP. Once I send them their first round of digital proofs, they will input their feedback into the form and submit it. And then after they submit their first rounds of feedback, I will send them another email saying, hey, I received your wedding invitation edits. Like, thank you. I'm putting you on my design calendar. I'll get back to you, blah, 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 blah. Again, just letting them know I received the edits and giving them a little bit of peace of mind. We continue on with the design process and everything. And then the last two items on this workflow are to send an email that their correct info agreement has been received. So that is when we are at the end of the design process and things are getting ready to be sent to print. They have to complete a correct info agreement. And once they fill that out, they'll receive an email from me. Again, giving them peace of mind, saying that I've received that form completed from them. The last thing on the workflow is 
to start a new workflow for custom day um, for or for custom day of wedding stationery. So this workflow starts 75 days before their wedding date. So even if we finish their invitations, like, I don't know, six months prior to their wedding, they might not hear from me for a bit, but then 75 days before the wedding, they will receive this automate, automated email from me explaining, this is what I offer for day of items. Here's how you can book it, yada, yada. That is then the last item on the custom invitation booking workflow. <laughs> if they do go with me for day of custom stationery, then that day of workflow will begin and it's pretty similar to what this one was. So I just wanted to walk you through the workflow because I know even though my onboarding process seems like I'm literally just approving an email in the workflow and adding them to Trello, there are 20 different things that happen. I just have it all automated so that Dubsado does them all for me and I highly recommend you all you know, checking that out if you have Dubsado looking into workflows. I personally didn't set mine up on my, by myself. I hired somebody, set, hired somebody to set them up for me. So if you feel like it's a monster that you don't want to tackle, that's totally fine. There are people that can do it for you. And yeah, so yeah, I don't know what else I have to say. I hope that kind of getting an inside look or an inside listen on to, um, oh my god, god i can't talk i hope getting an inside listen at my onboarding process was helpful and beneficial if you guys have any questions about the onboarding process or literally just like any process in general with clients please don't hesitate to reach out you can reach out to me on instagram or email i will try my best to get back to you i will say a lot of emails or a lot of dms on instagram get lost in the sauce because there's a lot of them and yeah. Let me know if you guys have any questions. Otherwise, I will talk to you guys next week. I hope you enjoy your week. I hope you're all doing great and, you know, enjoying winter. Maybe it's cold where you are. Maybe you're blessed with a good winter or maybe you're in PA where it's probably 55 degrees today and feels like March. So yeah. Cheers. Love you guys. Talk soon. Peace. Cheers to finishing up another chapter in Julia's Creative Business Guidebook. I hope you learned something new and will tune in next week for our new chapter. Until then, take care of yourself, do things that inspire you, and never stop creating. If you have any questions about anything I talked about during this episode, please refer to the link in the episode description to ask your question. All questions will be answered at the end of each unit.